Hey everyone, it's Natalie Satare, your makeup educator and beauty coach here, and I am recording this on my iPhone. This is old school style, so when I first started the podcast, that's what I did. I just picked up my phone and I started recording, and that's how it's grown. So while I am planning an amazing 2022 year for you all, I thought I would just share a, just some tips and tricks about what to do with expired makeup, as well as what to do before you buy any makeup, right? You might have been given a gift card and you don't know what to buy, or somebody might have gifted you makeup and you don't necessarily know what to do with it, or if it's right for you. And of course, you probably have a bunch of makeup that you didn't use last year that it's time to go. So I'm going to just be very super cash with you today. Next week's episode is going to be the official episode and it's going to be fantastic. We're going to be talking about skinimalism and beauty rituals with Florencia Dural of Bella Mama Beauty. I I'm so excited to share that episode with you, but this is just a super cash, super low key, some tips and tricks that should be easy listening. So without further ado, cue the intro. Okay, so before we dive into the six questions you want to ask yourself before buying that beauty product that you may or may not need, or maybe you just want it. I wanted to kind of make sure that you know that this is a very spontaneous episode, which means I'm not sending it to my producer, so I'm not editing it. And outside of like adding my intro and outro and maybe a a few announcements in the middle, and I'm also, um, there's background noise because I'm at home and that's real life. So hopefully you don't hear anybody. You don't hear my daughter and my husband, who they are the loudest people in the world. Um, I love them so much, but they are just so loud. So if you hear any background noise, you shouldn't. But if you do, have some grace and just roll with it. This is real life. I like to keep things real. And I just like sharing my heart with you. So if you are on my email list, I have two email lists. I have an email list for makeup artists or aspiring makeup artists and I send I'm gonna start sending weekly emails it's gonna be hard because normally I used to do them once a month but now I feel like it's better to do small you know small little chunks of coaching advice I have a email list specifically for makeup artists and aspiring makeup artists and I also have a list for those of you who want to learn more about the industry, more about makeup, want to learn how to wear makeup, or are just genuinely really curious about the beauty industry in general. So you can go and get on those email lists in the footer of my website. On every single page of my website, nataliesatray.com, you can um, pick which email list you want to be on. And yeah, it's also in the show notes. So if you go to the show notes for this episode, you can sign up. And when you sign up, I promise to send you emails that I myself want to read. Now, exactly this podcast episode comes from an email that I was sending out to those of you more interested in the beauty industry and learning how to wear makeup. Although I think a lot of these can apply, a lot of these advice pieces can apply to you professionals out there. Um, 
kit building is something that comes up a lot, like how to build a pro kit, how to build a professional makeup artist kit or a personal kit. And I see a lot of makeup artists actually waste a lot of money on buying all of these products for their kit. And most of the time they expire. So that's going to be another episode for another time. If you already got the email on what to do with your expired makeup, then go make sure to refer to that because there's lots of creative ways to use your makeup. And if you're not a professional makeup artist, then there's still lots of creative ways. So I will actually just link that email just to keep it easy and you can get a taste of what the emails are like. I will just link that in the show notes. So let's just get on with the six questions you want to ask yourself before you buy the next makeup or gift somebody makeup. And I'm going to refer to other episodes because there's no one size fits all answer to things. And you do need to do your research and you need to understand to understand one thing. You actually need to understand another thing and so on and so forth. But I do think that with more practice and understanding of how the beauty industry works and how makeup works and how marketing works and also skincare, then these questions are going to kind of all meld into one, I promise. And then one day you'll just easily be able to kind of go through all of these at the same time and make a decision within a few minutes. So it might seem a little daunting right now, but I promise with practice, this will get a lot easier. So the first question that I ask anyone and everyone when I get asked, should I buy this or what foundation should I use? The first question that I always ask is what is your skin type? And if you don't know your skin type, then you need to know, then maybe the product is not formulated for your skin type. And so that's the first question is, is the product formulated for your skin type or for your gifties skin type? If you don't know the answer to the question, there are tons of resources online available free. You can Google it. I do have a free skin type guide. You can go to skincareforbeginners.com. You can head over to the show notes. You can determine your skin type, especially when it comes to using makeup, because again, I'm not an esthetician. I'm not a dermatologist. I don't diagnose and I can't give you, I can give you good ideas, but when I think of skin for me, I think of skin for makeup because I'm a makeup artist. So if you um, have a copy of my book, Be Your Own Makeup Artist, if you refer to page 15, there's a whole section on skin type and the types of makeup that works for those skin. Now, I do want to make sure that you know that those sections, my skin type guide, as well as the section in my book, was co-written with an esthetician friend, um, Liz of Surface by Liz. So she really helped me with that to make sure that I was getting the aesthetic piece correct. And I don't want to lead you down the rabbit hole. But really, if your skincare isn't right or your skin prep for makeup isn't right, and then you're putting makeup that is also not right for your skin, then you're going to have problems. And I will say that 90% of the issues that my clients have had and my students have had over the years has dealt with or been resolved by troubleshooting the formulations that they're using. 
I mean, we can go down the list. It's not just that. There's climate and weather and lifestyle and profession, and there's lots of other things, but the first thing is the skin type. Okay. Question number two that you need to ask yourself before buying a product is, do you already have a similar product in your makeup bag? This is a really hard one for me because at this point in my life, I think I have everything I could possibly ever need to do a full face of makeup and probably any type of face of makeup that I want. I am a sucker for pigments, like really frosty, shiny pigments and glitters. Even though I've started to move away from glitters, you can read the sustainability at read. You can read the show notes for the sustainability episode, but also listen to that episode. And I'm going to refer to that one a few more times, but really glitter is mm, not that good for the environment. Even the bio biodegradable ones, sadly. Um, but we almost always have something that'll work in our makeup bag. And if it doesn't work 100%, it works like 90%. So I would just say to use whatever you have up first. Um, the only exceptions that I will say is mascara. I mean, if you already have a mascara, but it's like a year too old, like don't use it. Or lip balm, lipstick, sometimes they can become rancid. Serums, you know, as time goes on, there are there are expiration dates and they're there for a reason. Yes, part of the time I think it's there so that you'll go out and buy more because the beauty industry knows people are rule followers, but also preservatives and chemicals in makeup break down and they lose efficacy and they are not as, I guess, effective um, as you will. So there are times when even if you have a similar product, maybe it's time to toss it. Again, there are creative ways to use your expired makeup. If you're a makeup artist, I definitely, you need to go read that email. It's linked in the show notes, but there are creative ways to use your expired makeup, but don't give it to somebody else. Like you can't give away your expired makeup. Then you're dealing with waste and recycling. So please recycle. That is just, we can go down the rabbit hole on all of these questions, but just don't buy it. If you don't need it or you have something that'll work and it's not expired, just don't buy it. The third question is, is it really the right color for you? So there is science to makeup. There's science to photography. There's science. There's color theory and there are... Um, illusions and there's plays on light and so based on your undertone there are going to be based on your undertone and your eye color and your hair color at the t- at the time that you were wearing your makeup let's say you're wearing green contact lenses and you have colored your hair brown and you have like an olive that would be a beautiful combination you have olive skin Those colors that are going to look good on you are going to be different than if you have blue eyes, blonde hair, and fair skin, right? Or if you have dark brown hair, dark brown eyes with red undertones and fair skin. Or if you have this beautiful chestnut skin and maybe your hair is colored blonde and you have, I don't know, hazel eyes, right? I mean, everyone is different and really it's complex, but you don't have to overthink it. 
You can go determine your undertone. It's very easy. It is in my book. I have a really awesome chart and you can look at the color wheel and you can kind of find where you're at. You can also go back and listen to my interview with Terry Tomlinson. She is the creator of the flesh tone color wheel. This is a tool that I I think every makeup artist that I know has in their kit. And so she's developed a tool to help makeup artists and whoever um, determine undertones of popular colors to know whether or not they're going to work for you or create the effect that you're going for. An example that I love to give, okay, so that's the scientific part. (laughs) So the example that I like to give about the non-scientific part is more the emotional and personality part. So I, I have this, I was a brand new budding makeup artist and I think I was, I was at Mac and I was picking up some new lipsticks for my kit. And this, the artist working was wearing Mac heroin. If you know the color, then you know what I'm talking about. It is a very cool, like pastel fuchsia. And it just looked amazing on her. Like I was like, dang, that is a pretty color. And I was drawn to it and I just picked it up impulsively because I loved it on her. And I put it on me and... <laughs> It just didn't, it, it's not that it looked bad. It just wasn't me. I see this a lot where, especially when I was back doing special event makeup, people would, you know, book my services and they would be like, I want to wear red lipstick for this. And I would be like, okay, how often do you wear red lipstick? And they're like, well, never. And I would be like, are you sure you want to go with the red? It's going to be hard to take off. It's going to stain your lips. So are you sure you want to go with red? And actually a lot of people, and I would give them, of course, I would give them options and different alternatives and we could always build up to the red. Um, but really most of the time people would not go to red because I, it, you have to kind of own it. You can't just go from zero to a hundred if you never wear a red lipstick. Just because you want to doesn't mean you're going to feel comfortable. You're you're probably going to feel like a clown. And that is what a lot of people have described to me about putting on a red lipstick. They don't look like one. They look amazing in it, but they don't feel amazing. So it's not just the color theory. It's also the personality and the style and the occasion. So you really need to make sure that the color, I mean, we're talking about lipstick. It can be eyeshadow. It can be eyeliner. I mean, I love looking at teal eyeliners and gold eyeliners And I used to be a sucker for picking them up because they were so pretty, but really, did I wear a gold eyeliner every day? No, I would have to find excuses to wear it. And then sometimes I was like wearing silver or something. So really, you can appreciate what it looks like on somebody else before having to buy it. But you need to know also, is this my personality? Is this something that I'm going to wear for a long time? Hey everyone, I hate to interrupt the show really quick, but I wanted to let you know about my book, Be Your Own Makeup Artist, the same name as this podcast. My book I wrote in 2019 after years of putting together diagrams and documents and tips and tricks for makeup beginners, for those of my clients who had no clue how to wear makeup. And now I have a 114-page full-color book, perfect for visual learners. There are no age, gender, race, 
biases in it. It is written completely inclusively. That was always very important because you know I believe makeup is for everyone. Also, I'm not pushing any brands. Nope, this was a self-funded book, which means nobody paid me to talk about what products to use. It's all about the tools and the techniques and the learning about how to wear makeup. It is available in hardcover and paperback. You can get it at a lot of the big retailers, but if you get it on beingamakeupartist.com, you'll also get my free essential tools for makeup guide. And it has all of my favorite products that I love and use and I think are great to have. And don't worry, there's no bias in there. So if you are a makeup beginner, if you know a makeup beginner, or if you teach makeup beginners, this is the perfect book for you. Head over to beyourownmakeupartist.com, go grab it, and you'll be on your way. Okay, back to the show. Which actually leads into the next question, question number four, that you need to ask yourself before you buy makeup, and that is, do you honestly think that you're going to use up the product before it expires? I'm looking at you, eyeshadow palettes and glittery pigments and blushes, you know, and crazy highlighters, iridescent highlighters. Are so are those are the all of the colors in that eyeshadow right for you? Like are you going to use all of them? Are you being drawn to it because it's really pretty, because you want it on your vanity, because you want to add it to your collection? These are all things I can't answer for you, but if you're not going to use it all, like you can just appreciate it for what it is. And if you think that you're going to use most of the colors, then go for it. But you could also build your own palettes. It's so easy these days. Not only is it easy to build a palette, you buy the magnetic pans and you buy the magnetic eyeshadow holder. It's pure custom to you. And it's way cheaper. And when you need to replace one color, you can, and you're not throwing a ton of money down the drain. So if you don't know expiration dates, then you need to know them. I will link a little guide in there for expiration dates, but my general rules of thumb, and it's a lot of times they're the expiration date is listed on the container. It'll have like the date it was produced like exp 2023 or something um and sometimes you need to check if it's the date that it was produced or the date it was opened and then you can just with a permanent marker write you know when you opened it just to keep track of it there's so so many different ways i i kind of use up my stuff so i i kind of know what is expired and what's not everything is lives in my brain um but yeah creams liquids those are generally one year maybe 18 months and then powders those are going to be you know two years it could be longer but again the efficiency the pigmentation all that can kind of get dicey the longer you have them and don't use them so expiration dates are you going to use it before it expires otherwise it's going to turn into waste that you're going to have to deal with and again do you want to throw it in the trash can and fill up the landfills no and they're mixed, they're mixed packaging materials. So it's just not good for the environment. So if you care about the environment, then make sure that you're doing your part and not contributing to it. Okay. Question number five that you need to ask yourself before you buy it is what need 
or want, desire, effect. Does this product fill? Okay, kind of goes up back to the honestly, do you think you're going to use it up before it expires? But is it because you want to try something new? You want to practice a new technique? Do you want to have it on display? Are you going to use it in your pro kit? I mean, what's the reason and what does it fill? Now, if you want to practice makeup, it's great. Get it. Maybe you have expired makeup that you can practice with, right? Just for fun. Or you can do face charts with. Or, you know, if you don't know how to use the product, maybe you can find the drugstore version, the dupe. I have a post on that. I will post that in the show notes to determine like when to dupe and when to not dupe. And it's getting really fuzzy. That's a dated article, but the advice is still really good. But if you want to practice something new, a new technique, then get the lower cost alternative or get the travel size or the demo. Ask Sephora if they have any demo or wherever you buy your makeup, right? Order the little samples and try it first if you're just you don't need to buy the full size. And then you're dealing with the waste again. And the real estate in your makeup bag or in your um, medicine cabinet, right? So these products take up space in your life. They become cluttery. If you don't know how to use it, then it's it's just reminding you of a bad purchase or whatever. Now, if you're a collector, I get it. I, I get it. I'm with you. I have, I have to really scale back on certain things, but if ask yourself, is this going to make a really good um, addition to my collection? Is this going to bring me lots of joy? But really ask, what need does this product fill? Like, do you need a blush? Yes, I need a blush. So it's going to work for me. And then is it the right color? Is it the right formulation? Again, these questions kind of all meld into one. So the last question that's very important that you need to ask before you buy that next cosmetic product is do you actually know what you're doing when it comes to makeup or are you guessing or imitating so this is kind of where I'm going to do a little shameless plug here but I and I've said it in social media posts and in stories and everything but generic advice is going to give you generic results so I can give you as much advice in the world, but without actually knowing your face, your face type, your skin type, your preferences, your undertones. Like it's really hard for me to say like, yeah, go get that. So there are some universal shades that look pretty good on everybody, but like, do you have the right tools to apply that product? Like, do you have the right blush brush? Do you have the right eyeshadow brushes for your collection to like actually apply those eyeshadows in a way that's going to work for you and your eye shape? So, I mean, if you actually know how you're going to use it and you have the tools to do it, then go for it. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a very educated purchase. You know, you're going to use it. You know, you like the colors, you know, that it's formulated for your skin type and you know, it's going to become a staple in your kit. So yeah, I think that would be a good, you know, go buy it. But if you don't and you're just accumulating another thing that you think is going to get you to the desired effect, then you might want to think again, a lot of beauty bloggers, and I'm not hating on them because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the YouTubers are content creators and they create this really entertaining content and that's a full-time job. So in order for them to like 
make money. They need to sell things. They need to make sure that it's influencer marketing, right? Or affiliate marketing. So they need to make money too. They're creating these really entertaining videos that cost a lot of money to produce and they need to make sure that they are also being compensated financially. And you also have makeup artists and beauty bloggers and all of them that set up online shops on Amazon. And that's great too. They're going to get financial compensation for their time in creating these shops and this content. And then you're going to shop off of their links, right? I mean, this is fair. So I am not slamming that. I think that's great. However, if you really want unsponsored, unbiased makeup education, like you should invest in that and you should know and know that you deserve to know how to do your makeup confidently. So there are so many amazing makeup artists out there that offer education. So if you are into like edgy, trendy, kind of cringy or like super glam makeup, like don't hire me. Like, don't come to me because that's not my style. But um, if you want a really good foundation and you really want to learn how to wear makeup and just for day to day, like a five minute look and maybe take that day to night look and you're not looking for anything crazy. Like, I love that and I would love to help you. And I have my book, Be Your Own Makeup Artist, Unleash Your Inner Beauty. It is also cosmetology school curriculum, okay? I did not write it for makeup artists and I did not write it for people who are pretty advanced with makeup. It is really foundational, (laughs) no pun intended. So you can go over to my website. The link is in bio. You can go to nataliesitray.com slash B-Y-O-M-U-A and grab a copy. You can also find it on Amazon. I know a lot of people ask me, like, can I not buy it on Amazon? And I'm like, no, you can buy it on Amazon. I'm the vendor in this case. And, you know, I do, Amazon does take care of me in terms of, you know, actually earning um, from my sales on Amazon. And they've also been able, they made it possible for my book to be sold in like dozens of countries, which is awesome. It is also free for Kindle Select readers. So if you're on Kindle Select or Kindle Unlimited, I think it's free for you to read. So that is foundational. If you are really good um, at reading books and you like visuals, it's a full color. It's a really beautiful book. You can go get that nataliesetray.com slash shop or be your own, you know, B-Y-O-M-U-A. You can go to be your own makeup artist.com and it will redirect you. So that's that. The second, and it's really exciting, but the second thing, the second way to learn how to wear makeup is through my makeup for beginners online course. And it's a learn makeup in seven days. So I want to teach you unbiased, inclusive, practical makeup education in seven days. So there's not going to be any drama. There's not going to be any fluff. I'm going to teach you and hold your hand through seven days and you can choose to receive that daily, weekly, or bi-monthly. So if you don't want it every single day, you don't have to. And guess what? You'll get to pick your pace, but in seven days, you will learn how to wear makeup. All you have to do is go to makeupforbeginners.com or you can go to the show notes click there. It'll link you there and you can learn makeup in seven days. And this has been years in the work. And it really, I wanted to take all those big nuggets 
from my book because that can be overwhelming for some people. And I just wanted to turn that into, I don't know, an easy way, approachable, the Reader's Digest version that is also interactive. So I think you'll like that. And then the last way, if you really are serious about your image and you want to feel confident, not like from head to toe, and you know the value of your image, then please, please check out my, my, it's like my keystone, my, my, it's my heart, um, my program, create your signature look. Now I partnered with an image style consultant, Tammy Parrish of clothing compass. She has been on the show a number of times and she's guest blog, but we've partnered on this service, uh, this program rather, it is only open twice a year and it's only limited to eight spots per session. So this is where you get to work with me one-on-one. And let me tell you, this is like both of our hearts in this program. I mean, we pour everything. We cannot wait um, for our next round of students. Again, we, and what's really cool is that we have turned it into rolling enrollment, meaning that you can enroll any time of the year and you can, you can join our spring program or our fall program. Now our main programs are for makeup and style coaching, but if you're just looking for like a makeup only track or a style only track, you can sign up for those anytime, but you can go and learn more about that at createyoursignaturelook.com. Okay. This is life-changing every single person who's gone through this program. I mean, it's amazing how when you feel confident about your image every day and you might, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your weight. doesn't matter your race, your gender identity. When you feel good and when you know you look good, it's just life changing and you show up for the moments that matter. You show up and you put your face forward and this opens so many opportunities and so many of our students have told us like, oh my gosh, like I never would have, you know, done video or I never would have volunteered to do this or I never would have applied for this job. It's just crazy how impactful this program is. It's probably because both mine and Tammy's hearts are wrapped around it. We take it very seriously, but I can keep going on about it. Create your signature look.com. You can learn more. And the last but not least thing that is completely free, by the way, and if you notice, this show is unsponsored. There are no advertisements, nothing like that. I feel very strongly about keeping this show real and not accepting ads because I'm personally sick of getting them everywhere I look. And I'm, I'm guessing that you probably are too. Um, so the last thing I'm going to share with you, it is completely free. You can ask me your makeup questions and your beauty questions. I'll try my best to answer them. It's at nataliesetaray.com slash You can ask me your beauty questions, your makeup questions. Maybe it'll make it on a podcast episode. Maybe it'll make it on a blog. A lot of times I just answer them in an email. But if it's a really good and juicy one, then I will answer it in a larger setting. And of course I keep your privacy completely on lockdown. So it's completely anonymous. I don't tell anybody, I don't broadcast it. Um, unless of course you want me to, and you give me your permission. So yeah, that's it. So join my email list. 
so that you can be getting these weekly bits of content, whether you're a makeup artist or whether you're a makeup enthusiast and you just want to learn, I am working really hard in 2022 to give you really good bite-sized knowledge, nuggets, and also insights to the beauty industry. And of course, I have the programs that I offer as well as my book that I would love to see you and meet you in to learn in a healthy, respectful, and inclusive place. Like this is my heart. There's always a seat at my table. So with that, I will see you next week with Skinimalism and Beauty Rituals with Florencia. I am so excited about that because her energy is so uh, good and kind and just what we need more of. And I think going into 2022, taking a step back and really allowing ourselves to I don't know, turn our makeup and our getting ready into a ritual of self-love and self-care is going to be necessary, right? So make sure you tune in. Please share this episode with a friend or anybody that you think would need to listen. That is the best way to help me, you know, just remind me to keep going and keep producing these shows. So see you next week. Stay healthy and stay beautiful. Whether you are a makeup lover or makeup artist, if you like the free and unsponsored content I produce here on the podcast and on the blog, and you want to keep this conversation going or receive specific and personal recommendations and advice, please consider supporting me on Patreon. When you support my work as a makeup artist, educator, and content creator, you make it possible for me to bring even more beauty industry leaders onto the podcast and provide much needed, unbiased, unsponsored, inclusive advice and education to people like you who understand my mission. The link to join my Patreon is in the show notes or at patreon.com slash Natalie Satare.